Well, everybody, season one of Ref Cuts is over, but season two is here. We have been reborn, reforged, no, not in the fires of a new year, but in the crucible of cats. <laughs> Welcome to Ref Cuts. So, as you may not know, our podcast here is, it's called Rough Cuts, because it's about good boys in bad movies. Normally what we do is dog movies, but we couldn't pass up uh, our other furry friends for this particular one. I am Ilion, and my friend here is Boix. Hello, I'm Boix. You may have been listening before, but we're going to try and do more introductions from now on. I don't know where to start with this movie. It's... We I both have several paid questions. for this, right? It co- how much did it cost you to go to this? Like, just... Okay, so, real quick. I went with four friends. They asked me to apologize <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> but all four of them used a free movie ticket, and I paid real money. So I'm actually even more mad. Oh, you poor son of a bitch. <laughs> um, mine was $15 plus oh, a wow. drink. Which was like six dollars. Fifteen dollars? Yeah. The small drink is thirty ounce. Ooh, America. God. Wow. I I, <laughs> I thought that it was bad that I paid like twelve dollars to get into this. And that's Canadian, so that's Well, like... I went to a theater that had reclining seats. Yeah, mine did. So it has it Yeah, but that was actually to my detriment because I was constantly moving the seat throughout the film to try and get comfortable because I was so fucking uncomfortable with this movie (laughs) (laughs) because underneath you your skin was crawling yes i guess that that can actually lead into one of the things that i did um which is (laughs) so we you were talking to me about this during the film while you were watching it you started messaging me and telling me like i thought that you were talking about it like you had already finished the movie then then a a little ways into our conversation you were like I'm like, wait, are you still in Cats right now? And you're like, yeah, I don't fucking care. I want to watch this. (laughs) Any relief to get away from it. But you had said every cell of your body wanted to get out of the movie. Yes. And that was when we decided that we had to do it for this. You know how in John Carpenter's The Thing, they're testing the blood to see which one is the thing, and they move it closer, and then the blood, like, jumps out of the dish? Yeah. That's my body during the movie Cats. Well, that's what I was going to say, is because what I did, because then you were talking about that, and I remembered that. So when I went in, I kept a shutter count, which is all of the scenes where it was so visceral, my disgust and horror at what was happening in front of me, that my body yeah. just would automatically jerk away. And it's not zero. <laughs> it's in fact i'm gonna go over every scene that had it and it's eight (laughs) there were eight times eight holy shit it was between it was between it depends on how you count it one you can almost count as one long shutter because it just goes forever but yeah like six to eight depending on how you want to count a few of them but yeah uh there was a lot there they were almost all at the beginning of the film and I, by the end, I was like, I'm so numb to this, and like, it's so boring yeah, now that and I'm that not definitely gonna, happened that it's not going to bother me anymore. 
And then right at the end, oh boy, <laughs> whew, there were a couple of squeakers that came through. <laughs> all right, all right, I, I all right, thought let's I was go, let's go. What were the shutter moments? I need to Okay, know okay, shutter moments. So the first shutter was in literally, I think, like the first 30 seconds of actual film when I don't know who the actor is that plays it, but if, and I had to look up the name of the cat afterwards, but it's Monkus Trap? Is it the cat with, it's, like, the white face? Yeah, it's, like, the main, the kind of, like, the, the main the, introduction. The narrator cat. cat that doesn't do anything? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yes. the narrator cat that doesn't do anything. When he first showed up, that made me shudder because it just does a close-up of his face, and I was not prepared, especially because I feel like the direction that they gave the actor for that is like, okay, our CGI for this is really creepy and kind of 2D. Can you make your face, like, accentuate that? Can you be really flat? It's just, oh, his face, like, because it's not just how bad the CGI is on his face and how weirdly, like, kind of uncanny and stuff it was. He also just has, like, this really flat affect and just looks weirdly 2D because of it. It's just, it was not good. You know how in, like, a PlayStation game they, like, put the flat face on the round contoured head? Yeah. It's yeah. like that. It was exactly like that. And, like, the way that he acted with his facial features didn't help that. It made it worse. It made it so much worse. So when I first saw him, that, like, I'd seen the cats before. I'd seen, like, trailers and things like that. And I kind of knew what I was getting into. But his face in particular was so bad. And it's the first one that they show you. And it's such a tight shot on it. Then my body instantly, like, jerked back, and I was like, oh, fuck, I'm in for something. Because <laughs> that was, yeah. like I said, the first minute of the film, easily. The next scene, this is, okay, so I want you to guess. What's the scene that made me, it's either three shutters or one long shutter, however you want to count it. I'm going to guess the very rotund cat eating garbage. That was close. is one of them. The second one is the very rotund cat, which is eating cockroach ladies and mice. There you go. That's the one that made me shudder three different times. <laughs> well, we go from a tight shot. Oh god. She she also she she unzips her skin. Yes, yes, she does. That one didn't make me shudder. Actually, that one wasn't one of them. I was okay. Fine with that i mean not not fine but i was there were so many worse things oh going you're on. into that oh good Whew. i was yeah that was i that was, was curious fetishes that hit me <laughs> this movie just feels like a massive fetish fest it's just it's, it's definitely is. a fetish film oh god so like they have cockroaches as you said so one of the numbers was jenny any dots right was the, guess, the fat cat yeah. yeah the fat cat in the house and they're talking about how lazy she is and she has trained up a troop of mice and cockroaches to do a dance number. And so then she's doing this dance number and then she shows the mice and the cockroaches. The parts that made me shudder was that they go really rapid fire from... Okay, so that first of all, the mice and cockroaches, for the people that aren't listening at home, yeah. of course have human faces. And they're even worse than the human faces on the cats. It's worse than that. Mm-hmm. It's it's worse than just faces. The cockroaches also have boob breastplates. Yes. And the mice are literally children. They are literally children. In any case, 
when uh. they do this horrible, horrible dance number, this this monstrosity of a number, and then they start having the cockroaches in rapid fire. They have the cockroaches like dancing, and then it has a shot where she's doing like kind of like a front twerk. She's doing like this weird hip thrust thing. But oh they yes. Zoom in on her crotch so that it's framing the scene. So it's just like there's a lot of like spread leg scenes in this film. There are a general. lot of spread leg scenes. Yes. But that one was very weird. <laughs> yeah, it goes from these weird cockroach ladies to her with her crotch like right in the camera so that it's framing the shot and the cockroaches underneath it, and then it immediately goes to her like grabbing one of them and eating them. And then, like, she eats another one right after that. So those, all three of those are my shudders. I shuddered when her crotch showed up. I shuddered when she ate a cockroach. And then I shuddered when she ate another cockroach immediately. Because they have human faces. She's just, like, ripping them to pieces. And they're all dancing. And it's supposed to be fun and happy. And I, I can't do it. I couldn't do it. Well, that's just because you're not into Vore. Oh. If you were into Vore, this would have been, like, your wet dream scene of oh. a large... Large lady who unzips her skin and then vores some mice and cockroaches. Oh, God. It's See, they, so... they cut out the scene afterwards where they put the camera inside her body and showed the cockroaches sliding down the tube. You know that was a scene. You know that was a scene. I know, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. It was... That was something. I have a quick point I want to make. Yeah. Every single scene, literally every single scene in this film could have ended in an orgy. Yeah. They all lead up to it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it it, it feels like it's very much that. I know um, someone that I know actually said that they were disappointed in it because they loved cats so much. Oh, well, they had a friend that said this. They loved cats so much and they were disappointed in the movie because they made the sex less explicit, uh. I'm incredibly <laughs> nervous about what the musical is like. Because I have you seen the musical? We watched the musical in my middle school music class, mm. choir specifically, and no, it is not that sexual. Okay. I was this is way more overtly sexual, and the person who said that has not been on the internet. <laughs> okay. I was, I'm like, what are they talking about? Because, oh my yeah. god, this thing is just... It's fetish city. It's just crotches. Yeah, so and... there's there's vor, there's feet, there's BBW, there's weight gain fetishization, there's ASMR, there's latex suits, there's bestiality, there's subdom, there's pet play. There's fucking everything. I can keep going down the goddamn list. I don't think I can name what most of those are, but thank you for doing that. I guess this is, this is informative about you very much, though. So You're welcome. You. So yeah, that's the first four of my shutters. I can I can save some of the rest of them, or if we want to go through, I mean, like I don't. No, let's do go. We let's talk go. about the plot. I'm in. Of let's this go. Movie? Okay. There's no. There's a plot. plot? There's yeah, a there fucking is... plot. That, okay, that was the. The problem. movie didn't think there was a plot. No. It's not edited like there's a plot. <laughs> fucking Christ! Like I said, all of these are very much front loaded because this is very early in the movie. Uh, the next thing that made me shudder was the Rum Tum Tugger. Yes, that is the name of a character. Foot yes. grab. The when he the the foot fetish scene. Yeah. Or is it something else? 
No, it was the foot fetish scene. That that's when okay. she's like he meets Victoria, the, yeah. the main character cat, and she does like this big ballet pose, and he romantically, you know, like the pick up a hand and like kiss the hand kind of thing. Yeah, it's when he does that. It was supposed with to be cute. What? But and it, it wasn't. Just no. Yeah, it's not. It's. It's really, yeah, so she does, like, this weird ballet pose, and he kind of, like, takes her foot almost like it's her hand, and, like, does, like, almost kind of the kiss thing on it, but, like, more cat sexual, it's weird and not good. I didn't like it. It it made me feel things, boys. I didn't want to feel them. <laughs> okay, I want to point out, you know how I mentioned we both had the reclining chairs in the... Yes. Um, okay, so I started off the film... Lying back in the chair, almost flat, you know, reclined, comfortable. Yep. As the film went on, my chair slowly got more straight upward. Like, so so there wasn't any reclining at all. And then, then I moved to the edge of the seat. Because I'm like, no. This must be a good movie. Then, you were really into it. And then I slowly lifted up my legs and wrapped my arms around my knees and got into the fetal position. <laughs> and I don't know how. I don't know when it happened. I just noticed that I was doing it. And I'm well, like, it might oh, have God. happened during the next scene that made me shudder, <laughs> which was Bustafer Jones, the other second fat cat, um, oh, rooting God, through yeah. garbage and eating all the garbage. And then that was falling down. It was really disgusting, but it only really kicked in when he falls into a the really really big garbage can and rum tum tugger starts dumping champagne in his mouth in like a bukkake yeah, kind of scene and they hold the on it for a good 15 seconds well he just kind of guzzles it and they're being weirdly sexual about it like he's like oh he's freaking on pissed or coming on him yeah. yeah 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 and it's and it's just him going like, <laughs> You're not champagne. wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. No. That made me, that made me shudder. <laughs> that one, that one got me. Yeah. And then I didn't have another one for about, an, uh, like, another hour. Well, that's because the movie ground to a halt. Yeah. It was weird, but it wasn't, like, fucking bizarre for a while. It was just boring. <laughs> it was just boring. There's a, the thing is, is that there's about an hour at the start of this movie where eventually, like, once they finished introducing Bustopher Jones and, like, th things like that, I looked at my uh, phone to see how long it had been because it was just character introductions. And it was an hour. Oh, the whole movie is character introductions, yeah. Yeah, and then they, and I'm like, wow, okay, they've done all the characters now. It's an hour in. Maybe we'll get to movie now. And then we have a bunch of boring bullshit that doesn't matter for, like, another 20 minutes. And then it goes back to character introductions because, like you said, that's actually just the whole movie. <laughs> And I was like, oh, oh, okay, I get it now. Hmm. Yeah. It, it feels like the movie never starts, and then it nope. feels like the movie never ends. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just won't stop. And I don't know how they do that, because there's no middle. It's just, is it is it started? Has it, are we, are we watching the film yet? Oh, God, make it end. <laughs> what are they doing? Yeah, like, I I feel bad. Okay, so I, I should go really quickly through the last two, and then I want to talk about what you were saying. Um, my last two shutters were, I, so by the end of this movie, like, another hour later, it was just mostly boring, and I was just out of my skull, just wanting to leave, like, leaning with my head in my hands, kind of watching the yep. movie. Very yep. disinterested, and I was like, okay, well, there's not going to be any more shutters, because, like, I, I'm, 
I'm numb at this point. I just want to go. And then the movie pulls a fast one on me, and it has, at the end, Bustopher Jones shows up again, and he has, like, this weird assistant cat who, like, curls around him sexily and feeds him garbage. And I just... They did pulled it out of nowhere again because they liked that scene so much at the start, and I just couldn't handle it again. So that one, uh, that one got me. And then there's two actors as my final shutter that I want to talk about, and I'm gonna mention the first one right now, where they tried too hard to be cats. I I don't. Judy Dench and Ian McKellen were too good for this movie. And I don't mean that as in they're too good of actors for this movie. I mean, they acted too well and made it worse. And because Judy sings a song and at one point she does like this delivery on a line that I can only call licky. It's like she does like this. Yeah, like she moist, like licks her hand or something. Yeah, or? she does like this moist Ugh. like cat lick slurp sound that was not what I wanted to hear at that particular moment, actually. And I I don't know if that was her acting or if, like, no insult to Judy Dent, she's an awesome actress, but she's kind of old. Like, if that was just, she kind of slurred over it. But, oh, man, it was, it felt like she was trying to be more cat-like. Like, she was doing, like, this weird lick thing or something, and it was just like, and I, I just, oh, no, 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 no. That's not how you say words. Cam. I'm going to need to ask you to never do that again. <laughs> well, I'm going for, to... For the sake of our listeners. I'm going to because Ian McClellan does that alone for, like, the first three scenes that he's in. He doesn't speak any words. He just does, like, these... Like, yeah. growls and giggles and weird licky sounds. And it's... It made me very uncomfortable to see Sir Ian McClellan and Jame, Dame Judy Dench, two two people that have titles for their works in theater, just making horrible, weird cat noise stuff. It just sucks. It sucks. Yep. So those are my uh, those are my shutter moments. But all right. So, is the musical bad? Or the movie bad? And I feel like the answer is that the musical is bad, too. Like, uh, I'm sort of... It's not written well. It's not... As, as far as the musical yeah. goes, there's there's not a plot. There's no... There is technically conflict and something that needs to happen and stakes, but it's very poorly represented, especially in the music. But there are certain songs that are good and that are performed well, even in this film. Uh, but I think I think some of them are very poorly done renditions of the original. Like, the original musical was actually decent. Yeah, I didn't like the music in this one. Like, so my, th one of the things is that with musicals, generally there's, like, that one classic banger or two that comes into, like, the pub public lexicon. Like, it, it breaks through the wall of the musical where people that haven't seen the musical know it. Like, Singing in the Rain, Right. Like, everybody knows, like, and, like, good morning, good morning. Yeah, like that, yeah. That's from Singing in the Rain, because, like, it's just, that it's so ubiquitous. Like, it just comes out. Like, there's a lot of really good musicals, whether it's film or theater, that have, like, that classic banger. And Cats has nothing. I can't, 
like I can't name a song. They're not bad, but there's nothing that I would like know the words to or something afterwards. Like there's no Phantom of the Opera, like mu- music of the night or, you yeah. know, like the Phantom of the Opera is here. Like there's, there's nothing that's, that sticks out. Like I don't rem- like name a name of the song from this m- musical. Uh, there was that song where they talked about the three names of cats and then dropped it and never talked about it again. Sure, uh, but like, what na- was that what's one the called? Name of- yeah, what's the name of Fuck. that song? <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, none of them even, like, they don't enter enough into your brain to even, like, want you to have a name for it afterwards. Where you're like, or, like, a chorus. Like, the closest is probably the Jellicle Cats thing. Like, you Jellicle yeah, Cats. Yeah, that's like, only because they kept saying it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because it's such a weird made-up thing. Yeah. The musical is mediocre. Although, I think that's slightly unfair because there are yeah. fans of the original musical. And it was within the zeitgeist sure. of at least the American public back when the original musical came out. Yeah, I mean, well, and certainly in in uh, the London public, too. Like, it originally started in England. And I mean, I... I don't know. It doesn't grab me, and I would, I guess there's people who would say like, well, maybe I'm not like a musical theater fan. I've watched a lot. Like, I yeah, like musicals. I, I watch a lot of theater. I lots of yeah, like, but I just Cats just isn't it, like, and maybe that's part of why I hated this movie so much. But it seems like fans of Cats don't like this either. Like, it seems like the renditions and just the way that it looks is just they do so poor renditions of the songs on average there's a few that are good and a few of the new songs are good specifically the taylor swift songs are actually pretty good mostly because taylor swift yeah fucking that one kills it okay. like also her first movie that poor girl <laughs> I was going to say that about Victoria, the main cat. I thought She's that was Taylor nobody. Swift like, right she, away. I, mean, I thought it I don't was. I mean that I'm like, oh, why is, why is Taylor yeah. Swift not doing anything? This movie sucks. What's happening? <laughs> yeah. It's Francisca Hayward, um, who is a professional ballerina she's like a primal sure. uh, she's a prime dancer um she's good at dancing the ballet company the so ballet was like, good that's why they actually yeah that's why they actually have her doing some of the really cool dance moves like there, she wasn't there good at acting cool dance moves and stuff in the but movie, the ballet was good her yeah no <laughs> no but i feel bad that that's her first movie there's a lot of actors that wrong. are this is like, their first movie like that that one that you were talking about with the um white flat face that's terrible that's his first movie too he's never been in another movie yeah maybe that's why he was so fucking awful i don't know (laughs) i i have a lot of problems with uh, this film as i'm sure you do um some of them are in casting some of them are in writing some of them are in music some of them are in how fucking horny it is I think that one of my biggest issues, actually, I, I wanted to talk about this before, and I'd kind of forgotten about it, was that I think, like, as far as the musical versus this, too, I would probably have liked it, even if it was the exact same people doing it, um, as a musical, actually watching it in theater, rather sure, than there's watching there's different expectations. Because... Well, and not only that, but there's also this idea that, like, there is something that when you're watching a... This movie, this, and, like, just Cats as a whole, 
as we said, like, there's not really a plot. The plot is that they have to throw a talent show, essentially, so that then that's an excuse for them to just have a whole bunch of musical numbers and stuff, right? Because they're all doing a talent show thing. So, like, that's most of the plot is that. So it's, the plot is them doing a talent show. I mean, it doesn't really need to have anything uh, else. It's just about the music. But the problem with that as a film is that when you're watching it on stage, it's about the spectacle of it. You've got people all around you. They interact with the audience. And you also have a little bit of, like, when they do big dance numbers and they do, like, the big ballet moves and stuff like that, there's a little bit of tension in it. And what I mean by that is that, like, you'll find yourself leaning forward a little bit because they do, like, some big jump or something. And you're like, oh, my God, are they going to, like, biff this? Like, is there... Because there is a chance of that, right? Like, there's this little bit of tension in the back of your brain where you're like, you get a little bit of adrenaline where you're like, oh, that looks dangerous. And then you're like, oh, that's cool, cool. Oh, well done. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you get that excitement. In a movie, it's just wires and CGI, and you're just like... Hold on. You didn't find any tension in two mostly naked cat ladies on all fours drinking milk from a saucer? <laughs> at the milk bar where they were shooting milk at everybody's faces that's just, the, that's the just milk from the bar. hip no no tension at all from yeah. that weird yeah <laughs> i mean not 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 in an adrenaline way <laughs> you know that's what that was God. <laughs> yeah no it, it's it's obvious yeah uh, okay uh. hold on there's even more to you talk have about, a bunch of but I have uh, like twenty something questions I want to rattle off real quick. You do not need to answer these. I want to rattle these off. This is what was going through my brain, and this movie left me with way more questions than answers. <laughs> okay, first of all, yes. Why yeah. was Victoria literally dropped into the stage? Is she a kitten, an adult cat? Why doesn't she talk for forty minutes in the movie? What the hell is up with all the fat shaming in this film? <laughs> is is <laughs> Oh my god, there's so much There's, there's a lot so of fat much fat shaming. <laughs> oh my god. Like both yeah. Bustafer Jones, who's the fat rich cat, and mm. uh Jenny Anydots, who's Rebel Wilson, which I felt so bad for her. Rebel Wilson's a funny actor. Oh, they they only had her in here because she is large and they wanted to make fun of her body. So yeah, every, she's constantly falling off of things. She's constantly, like, hitting herself, getting hit. Like, it's just, ah, uh, look at Fat Lady. Yeah. You see Fat Lady falling down, and it's like, oh, God. Fat Lady, fall down, go More boom. questions. Is McCavity oh, magical? Anyway, yeah, Is Mr. Questions. Mistopheles oh. magical? Like, literally magical. Why Why aren't more cats yes, magical if like, both of the them are magical? Hey. Do they have mutant powers? Oh. Question mark. <laughs> okay, next question. Why did the cats keep changing sizes? What is the scale in this fucking film? At one point, Mr. Mistopheles has a pencil for a wand. A large pencil, which implies that the cat is almost as small as a pencil. And at another point, Vic- Victoria has a ring as a necklace, yeah. like a finger ring. And then later on, they're on the railway, so they're as small as the actual tracks on the rail. But then they they immediately move into a train, and they're as large as the train car as a human. Like, at, at one point, Victoria's on a bed, but she's human-sized on the bed with the other yeah. human-sized cats. 
And what is the fucking scale in this movie? They keep changing size. Is that because they can change size? Or is that because they don't have any fucking idea what they're doing? Next question. Where are all the people? There's no cars. There's no people. Is this a post-apocalyptic world that these cats live in? Have they inhabited the world? Clearly somebody dropped the cat off at the beginning from the car, right? That's the only human I've seen in the whole fucking movie. You're thinking a lot harder Next about question. this movie than the people that Next question. Cats Why do the cats <laughs> teleport this. everywhere? Is it bad editing or can they literally teleport? <laughs> What the shit? Yeah, they do. Uh, inside of the like, house. I can't tell where the cats are, where they're room. going, how they got there. They're just there. Next scene. They're there. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> well, when they're dancing inside of uh, the big theater at the end where they're all supposed to be performing, and the uh, like train cat, yeah. Skimbleshanks? Yes, Skimbleshanks. Is like, oh, I make sure the trains are on time. And he does his musical number. And then they're on a bridge yeah, they, on they, the train. They teleport and it's like, there wait, for no what? reason. But, they're, okay, but I right. actually like his number. The, the tap dancing was actually yeah. pretty good. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I like that. Yeah, and I, I think that those, they kind of follow a little bit of dream logic in that way. And like, they're just kind of a musical thing. Like a lot of musicals will kind of do that. But it's, it does that even when there's not music sometimes. Which is weird and disconcerting and again like it just it makes it seem like it works better not as a film but as a theater production like because there's the film just ends up really disconcerting because of it it'd be one thing like you said if it was one of these things like if it was okay they just kind of transported around and it's like okay sure and then it'd be one thing if they, oh, like, well, the size just kind of doesn't matter. Who cares? Like, they just kind of throw that away because it's fun to not have it. But it's like, then when you combine all of that, and then you combine it with, like, the really weird human-cat hybrid people, and the bad CGI, like, outside of the cats, the CGI is also oh, it's awful. incredibly yeah. bad sometimes. Like, it can be really, really, really bad. There's a moment later on where Mr. Mephistopheles... Um, summons up a bunch of trumpets and cards and roses. They're floating and they're clipboard like, clip and they look art. like they, it looks like they found an asset online and then, eh, good enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what yeah. I mean. Like, they look like you Google search trumpet and find a 3D model and that's what you use. And it's just like the most basic and obvious non-trumpet trumpet I've ever seen in a movie. I have it was more incredible questions. incredible how bad it was. <laughs> Alright, who the fuck is old Deuteronomy, oh, okay. and why is she the one that chooses the cats that go to heaven? Uh, and why doesn't she just choose herself if she's the oldest cat and just get the hell out of there? What is, what is she doing? I thought that too. Yeah, like, I'm like, wait, does she just choose herself every once in a while to Also, regenerate? because there are no humans around, and she's the cat that chooses the cats that go to heaven, are they in purgatory? Are they in purgatory, Cam? I need to know. I need to know. <laughs> oh, no, no. Uh, I have a question. Yeah. Yeah. Why are some of the cats wearing fur coats? Yeah, did they did they skin another cat and then wear their fur? I thought that when Idris Elba first showed up, I'm like, oh my god, he actually skinned other cats for his coat. But yeah. then, like, old Deuteronomy does as well. And I actually found out something. I heard something. I'm not 100% certain this is true. I don't know if we'd need to look it up or something, or, or even if we could confirm it. But supposedly, 
it's like Idris Elba wears a coat and mm-hmm. Gus wears a coat, which is uh, Ian McClellan, and Dame Judi Dench wears a coat. And you yeah. see where I'm kind of yeah. going with this a little bit? What it is is all of the really big actors. It's so they stand out. Wear coats, and you not quite. What it was is that um, there is a rumor that like Idris Elba and uh, Judy Dench and like uh, some of the actors like that didn't want to wear the tails, <laughs> and so they had the coat on so they could like hide that it wasn't really on the actor. And so it wasn't like a suit the same way that everybody else is wearing it. Because they're like, I will do a lot for this movie, but I won't put that fucking goddamn <laughs> tail on. And I don't know if that's true 100%. I can see it. But it would make yeah. a lot of sense. And like, it seems like all of those actors are, it's all the big actors that have codes. And it's just really weird. Whatever reason though, Idris Elba does take off his coat later on in the movie and just have I, I guess. I don't know. It, there's cats. no consistency in this film. Strange. It's fine. What the hell is a Jellicle cat? I've watched the movie. I've heard the songs. No one knows. I don't know what the fuck a Jellicle cat is. I mean, is. it's all based off of uh, T.S. Eliot poems, right? I guess. So, like, that, that's what it is. The original was based off of uh, poems by him. So it's like... That's why it follows a lot of weird dream logic and stuff, too. Is they just, like, strung together a bunch of poems... In like the naming of cats is an actual poem by him, and so it's just that's the the song that you said like where they have different names and stuff like they have to have three different names, and so they adjust that into a song, you know that kind of thing. And I think that he just made up a bunch of bullshit because he needed things to like rhyme and flow inside of poems, so you have things like that. Jellicles. Mm. Okay, I have another deeper question. <laughs> Why are the only black cats in the movie the bad guy, the pimp, or the hip-hop dancers? (laughs) I need to know. This was done in casting. I need to know. Pass. (laughs) Pass. 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 Next question. Where the hell did the balloon come from at the end? They showed the... They show... They're in the Egypt club. They show the skylight and the chandelier earlier in the film, and there's fucking nothing there. The entire cast gets swooshed over to a boat or a barge in the middle of the river or the stage. And then after they do some magic shit, there's just randomly a balloon there. Who set up the balloon? Why is it there? Well, they just do random magic shit. You can't just spawn a balloon into existence. They just spawned the fucking plot into existence (laughs) at the end when they need to rescue old Deuteronomy from the villain and the cat that's a magician, where they constantly say, like, oh, he's a magic cat, but he's... Like, it's not magic. He's a magician in the terms of, like, he's like Houdini. He's doing, like, card tricks. And then they're like, use your magic to bring her back. And he does! Like, fuck you, man. Fuck you, (laughs) Like, it's one thing. Listen, I'm fine with him being a magic cat, but then make him a fucking magic cat. (laughs) Don't just out of nowhere just be like, oh, well, you know, I don't know, I guess that this guy... And he even constantly is saying, like, 
I I do like card tricks, guys. The fuck you yeah. talking about? And they're like, well, just do it. And he's like, I don't know. Well, try. And then he's like, I can't try. What do you try? I do sleight of hand. And then he does it. And it fucking like, sucks. Not, not even it. that. He does it off screen. Which yes. is even fucking worse. Yeah. They they can clearly yeah he does they it can clearly screen. show the magic they've done it multiple times in the film they've poofed people out of existence but when it comes to bringing her back off screen <laughs> got it that pissed me right <laughs> off and I mean there is another actual magic cat in the villain who constantly just makes himself and other people disappear into like I guess. Like, he does all these different, like, transportation things. And it's like, oh, okay, well... Like, I'm fine with there being magic in this film. But then, just have it be magic. Don't have it be like, oh, well, this person isn't actually magic, but now suddenly they are... It was just stupid and bullshit, and I hate this movie. <laughs> this movie made me angry. Because it, it's so boring, too. It's one thing... I was sold on this movie when everybody was talking about it. I wanted to see it because I was told that it's weird and bad and really strangely horny. And I found out that it's just, it's slightly odd and mediocre and it's still very <laughs> strangely horny. But that wasn't what sold me on it. I wasn't sold for the strange horniness. I wanted it to be, I wanted it to be weird acid trip bad and it's, an acid trip for like a good ten seconds at various points, but most of it's just see. Very I plain. I can't be mad at this like movie because I'm still trying to decompress what the fuck I saw. I can't be mad if I don't know what I saw. <laughs> that's the problem. I, it bothers me that there's a lot of it that's competent. Yeah. Like there's competent people here doing songs that people like. Like people like Cats musical, and like there's good actors. The shots themselves, like, the actual cinematography isn't bad. Like, there's a lot of really good-looking, like, backgrounds mm -hmm. and stuff. It's just that they've got these god-awful terrors of CGI monstrosity on the screen in front of it. But when they do, like, a lot of different shots, it can look really hauntingly beautiful. There's a lot of really neat things in it. But the whole thing put together is nothing. It's just a nothing. I've never seen a movie that was more of a void. There's a lot of nothing. I have another quick question. Actually, I have two more questions, and then I think we'll be done with my questions for now. Because <laughs> I'm going to throw out the question about Taylor Swift spreading cocaine slash catnip. It's fine. <laughs> Near the end of the film, there's the song about the addressing of cats, which I mentioned earlier, where they're talking about the three names that cats have. Yes, which is when Judy Dench does her... Yes, during, during the weird, sexy Judy Dench song. There are multiple points <laughs> where she wrong. takes a big break and a breath, and they all felt like the movie was ending, and it didn't. And why the fuck did they have so many false endings of, like, trying to get your hopes up near that fucking song? <laughs> were, were they punishing I us, the viewer? Know. Was that the plan? <laughs> They might have been punishing, like, maybe this person that made, maybe some of the people that made the movie are, like, really jealous of the success of, like, Judy Dench and Ian McClellan and has, like, a grudge against them specifically. Maybe. Like, maybe they all worked on different projects in the past and they don't like those actors and so they just kept dragging things out to make it worse. It could be. I don't know. Ruin their whole that, career. It, it makes as much sense as many things. All right, last question. This is the most important thing. 
It's less a question and more a conspiracy theory. Um, <laughs> what did they do to Magneto? And my god, I'm starting to connect the dots. They can teleport. They have magic. They change size. There's a different cat, and all of them have different abilities. They all look different. It's fucking X-Men, isn't it? This is an X-Men movie. I was... Okay, one thing that pissed me off more than almost anything, because I kind of came into Cats pretty blind and that I hadn't seen the musical, is that they allude to there being an interesting plot, and it really pisses me off. Right at the start, McCavity, the villain jumps on a sign that says Moriarty and then it like flashes and it then changes to McCavity. And I'm like, oh, is there like an actual mystery to no. this? Is there going to be like a Holmesian thing? But no, they're just like, hey, 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 remember that much better thing about Moriarty? Yeah, cool. Remember that because this isn't like that at all. <laughs> and they keep on having him call himself like the Napoleon of crime, like which is all the Moriarty stuff. Like I'm the Napoleon of crime and different things like that and no it no you're not you are not fuck you idris elba yeah this but, is this is a movie yeah. where they like to tell you how you should feel without actually presenting any reason for you to feel that way yes yeah there's a lot of ooh, you should be afraid of mccavity and well, why? okay we, we've discussed the oh. x-men film cats Let's discuss our theater yes. experience a little bit because my theater experience was fucking unique i think i wanted to do that yeah I do want to say one thing really quickly, though. I want to just sell you on Cats. If you want the climax of your... Like, for people that might want to watch this, if you want the climax of your film to be Judy Dench and Francisca Hayward, the lead actress, and weirdly sexually rubbing their heads mm-hmm, all over mm-hmm. Grisabella, um, and that be the climax of your film, I have the film <laughs> for you. If that sounds horrifying... Don't watch, because that's so what I guess happens. we're getting into movie recommendation, which I think we will do for this. Uh, I would recommend this film, sure. specifically if you want to trick your friends into watching it, so you can watch their reactions and not the film. Yes. Oh, God, yeah. The, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I would watch an entire film that is a recording of an audience watching this film. <laughs> I was angry... I, I, I think I was angriest about the fact that I kind of liked a lot of different portions of it. And just wish that it didn't have, like, the very weird, creepy cats and stuff. Yeah, like the, Cats was great, except for the cats. The fact that it was so viscerally... <laughs> yeah! Like, I... But that it was so viscerally disturbing. Well, like I said, like, I like the cinematography. Like, the mu- some of the music is actually yeah. decent. Like, there's nothing that really stood out as, like, a song that I would remember. But it's not bad. Like, the actors and stuff are, are good, and then it's like, but it's just in the service of such nothingness that I just, it really, I, I hate it for that. Okay, so, anyways, that's, your theater experience, like you said, was kind of unique, so go I, ahead. I sat down in the theater, yeah. I had two mm-hmm. people to the left of me, two people to the right, and the whole row was basically full going down, but those are the important people. <laughs> so, yeah. so the two people to the right of me are an older couple. And the two to the left of me are essentially two teenage girls. <laughs> and and the entire okay. time, about, let's say about after ten minutes of the film, the, the teenage girls to the next to me are just, 
saying, what the fuck is happening? And they kept they kept looking at me like, do you understand what's <laughs> happening? Like, loudly. <laughs> to the whole theater. Like, no. And then I keep watching the movie. <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck is this? We don't care about your sob story, lady. <laughs> like, this shit. And then, as they were getting rowdy, the other side of the aisle started getting rowdy. And like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> And then the people behind them started getting rowdy. And the, all the time, the couple next to me is just getting more and more pissed off. <laughs> as they're, yeah, as they're trying couple. to watch the movie and somehow enjoying it. And so they, they get up from their seats, the, the older couple. They sit back down. And then about five more minutes of this shit, they just get up, take all their shit, leave, tell the... Uh, theater folks about it and then at that point the the couple or the the teenagers and the people on the other side of the aisle leave to quote-unquote go to the bathroom (laughs) so i'm sitting i'm sitting in the room by myself (laughs) and and then it's sud it's finally a quiet part of the movie which is like the sad um what's her name the the cat that was thrown away yeah she's doing her sad bit so it's like the boring shit where nothing's happening four people come into the theater from the the theater staff to see what's happening they sit there for about five minutes and it's the boring stuff of the movie where nothing's happening so everybody's like just sitting there eating popcorn acting like nothing's happening because there's literally nothing happening and then they leave so I'm just sitting in this aisle oh, by myself god. for the rest of the movie, like, oh god. <laughs> and that's when I started messaging you. <laughs> My theater experience was also interesting, because I've never seen a theater like this. I went in and it was mostly mm-hmm. empty, um, but there were about, say, I think 15 or so groups, about 15 different groups. And when I say groups, I mean that very loosely because nine different groups, quote unquote, were just single people. I've never seen so many like single groups, like just one person, yeah. no friends or anything, sitting down in a theater. Are you, are you sure they weren't masturbating? There was only about five. <laughs> oh. Is this like a Pee Wee Herman situation? Oh, or... God. No, 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 no. They could have been. You don't know. <laughs> I. <sighs> That's a I joke. Didn't... Nobody could do that to this film. This film sucks. The, yeah, I know <laughs> furries. People are saying that we should play oh, no. furries for this. No. Listen, I know a lot of furries, and the furries are like, whoa, no, we don't want this. This is not the kind no. of thing we're into. So I don't know who it was made for to be weirdly horny as it is. It's incredible. So should we rate the dog? We've rated the film. There was technically a dog. Should we rate the dog? I would give the the dog invisible behind a door out of ten. Yeah, I I give this dog a uh, almost killed the cast members and thus the best part of the film uh, out of ten because I there was a brief hope that that would catch a cat and the cat finally be gone and I'd be like oh fuck yes one down like a hundred to go please get rid of the rest. Do all of these monsters in. Was this a Hunger Games movie also? Because, like, the cats do disappear one by one after a while. Hmm. They do, yeah. They slowly... Oh, God. It basically, uh, McCavity is doing a VR game. (laughs) 
<laughs> he slowly wants to be the last cat alive. That was his plan, as he slowly kidnaps cats one by one. The, the plot of the film is this. The cats get a chance to go to heaven by being picked as the best performer. Or whatever. I, it's fucking stupid. And that's the reason why they can all do a bunch of songs. Um, and then the bad cat is trying to steal all the other performers so that he gets picked. When they still don't pick him, he kidnaps the person that does the picking. And then they magic that person back. End of movie. That's the plot. There you go. So one, another thing is, I actually feel like I saw. I, I I'm pretty sure I saw the patched version because there are oh, two mine versions had hands. of cats. Yeah, I got lucky. Yeah, are they supposed? There's they're supposed to have hands. Are they supposed to have human? Hands uh, they go back and paws? forth in the unpatched version because they're supposed to have cat paws, but there are multiple scenes where human hands appear, including like wedding rings that should have been edited out. They're, they're supposed to have cat Oh, paws. then I guess yeah. I got unpatched. They're yeah, it's even weirder. Paws? Even weirder. Oh. That's yep. weirder, yeah. I don't know if I'd like that more or less. Yeah. I think I'd like it less. Yeah, I would. Huh. I guess that I saw the unpatched version then, because I saw a lot of human hands. A lot, a lot of, of human, human hands, hands and, and feet. feet, which are fucking gross. <laughs> Multiple times. It was, it's really gross. Oh, <laughs> uh, Speaking of cats, my cat is literally laying on my chest, shoving his yeah, he's face like, in Please line. stop talking about cats. So to show you that I actually like cats, I have a cat on me right now. Cats are great. When you got home from cats, did you look at your cat and be like, oh, thank God, that's what a cat looks like. Phew. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I immediately snuggled him and was like, thank God you're not a monster. I had to remind myself yeah, that cats are nice yeah. and cute and cuddly. <laughs> Yeah, and they're not weird sex <laughs> fiends that have human hands and faces. Oh, and that that's that's our review of cats. We did it. Thanks thanks for watching everybody. Watch listening. I don't know. Yeah, don't, don't go watch see cats. this movie. Like we I, did I this swear for you. this sounds funny. We're making it sound interesting. Do it's not, not see cats. <laughs> well that's what I said. No. I got roped in because I heard things like this. I thought that, hey, that sounds interesting. I like bad movie. No. No, it sucks. It's boring. It's boring. I can't emphasize this enough. Boring, 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 boring. Don't watch. It sucks. Welcome to season two. Yeah, welcome to season two of Rough Cuts. Uh, thanks everybody who's been sharing out all of our podcasts and doing all the work for us of just kind of promoting us. We don't have any real budget for you know an advertising campaign or anything like that we don't advertise ourselves anywhere so if you follow us on uh, twitter like at rough cuts cast then that helps us out a lot you know sharing out all the stuff that we do we often post little clips from the movies obviously we can't really do that with cats because we didn't sit and watch it together and have like our you know riff tracks kind of voices over it and watching it but, uh, yeah, we normally do all kinds of extra little things like that, extra discussions or bits and pieces of the film. So if you're wondering how things look, then we can actually show a little bit of that on, you know, our social media. And sharing it out helps us out a bunch. So we do appreciate all the people that do that every week. Yeah, thank you. Oh, you're into that. Oh, good. Whew.